Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and I'm so happy to be back with you. I apologize for taking an unexpected two-week break. As you may be feeling, it's really hard to get back into your routines, especially if you've fallen off lately since we're working with Mars Retrograde, and we've had a lot of Neptune, which we're going to talk about today. So for me, I was out of my routine when we moved and had some other personal things going on that I had to tend to, and you guys have been so patient with me, and I so, so, so appreciate you being here, coming back to me, and having me on your AirPods or in the car with you or on the walk with you. And I don't take your commitment to this podcast lightly. So hopefully I will get back to a more consistent podcast routine over the next few weeks. Now, we all need to give ourselves a break and invite in more rest and be okay with doing a little bit less because it is the holiday season. It is Sagittarius season. It is the time for celebration and joy and binge watching Hallmark Christmas movies and all of the really good stuff on Netflix right now and being with your family and eating too much yumminess because it's the Jupiterian way. You know, Jupiter rules Sagittarius and Jupiter thinks more is more. It's always better to have more when Jupiter is around and we're going to have a very Jupiterian week. So I say indulge when it feels good to do so and don't overstretch yourself in any way that does not feel good. So if you need more rest, listen to that. I'm actually reading a book right now called Rest is Resistance and I so highly recommend it, Um, but we got lots of astrology to talk about, so I'm going to jump into it. Now, to catch you up, we had a very Neptunian week last week on top of a very Neptunian season. So if, like me, you've been really struggling with this idea of productivity or you've been struggling to get back to the routines that you know you really want to get back to, Neptune could be to blame as well as Mars retrograde because we had Mars when he stationed to begin his retrograde journey. He spent pretty much all of October in a square to Neptune and really didn't get out of orb. Orb is the the degree orb that we use to define whether or not a transit is impacting us. He didn't get out of that orb from that square until very recently, right before Thanksgiving. So we've really had Mars square Neptune for two months, if you will believe it. So having the planet that governs our drive, our motivation, our actions and reactions stuck in this square with Neptune, which rules sleep and the subconscious and our alternate states of consciousness, gosh, that's just really hard. It's just really hard to get yourself going and make things happen. And if you've been feeling like you're spending a lot more time that is downtime or rest time or... TV watching time or whatever it is, if you feel like time is slipping through your fingers, this is all very Neptunian. I sometimes love Neptune transits because they make us feel 
really connected to the spiritual side of ourself. They help us go to another place in our mind. And that can be delightful when it is an elongated transit like we've been experiencing or we've had lots of Neptune transits piling up on top of each other. It can start to feel frustrating. And that's what I've been experiencing. And I know some of you have who I've been talking to, whether it's by text or DM on Instagram or whatever. So bear with me, but also know that it's okay to rest. And the planets are giving you permission to rest. The planets are saying, hey, it's the end of the year. You already made it. There is a lot of pressure this time of year, whether it's internal pressure or external pressure, to run your way through the finish line. And I want you to shift your perception around this 12th month of the year And think of it as you've already made it. Because if you're listening to this podcast and you're anything like me and you resonate with my work, you're probably similar to me in the sense that I beat myself up a lot for not having done as much as I wanted. Thank you to my Virgo moon. And when I actually sat the other day in bed, well after my alarm went off, and I got to thinking about everything that I've been through this year and everything that has shifted in my life. I've gone through some of the biggest transformations in my life. Thank you to the major Pluto transit that I've been living through. And yeah, it can be frustrating that the things at the beginning of the year I thought I was going to accomplish didn't happen. But so many other things have. And one of the things that we get stuck on when we do manifestation work, spiritual work, is really wanting to control the outcome. And so much of this work, getting to know ourselves, working with the planets, it is about working with the energy and being open to the path shifting. And we know this from eclipse season, which we just had and we just finished and we're thankfully over with, that the path doesn't always take shape in the way that we anticipate it will. So assume that you've done enough this year, you know, start to reflect, start to consider, wow, what have I really been through? What has my energy been focused on? And you might realize that you too can take December as a bonus. So I implore you take December as your bonus month. Assume the finish line already occurred And December 1 began your bonus time. So just enjoy whatever this season has to offer you. Most of this month is Sagittarius season. We will go into Capricorn season. We will get the engines revving at the beginning of January. But for now, for the next couple of weeks, really just allow yourself to enjoy this time and take rest unapologetically. So that's my PSA. Let me get into the astrology. We had a lot of Neptune last week. It felt like a Neptune haze. You might be feeling like you're in a Neptune hangover this week because Neptune station direct on Saturday, December 3rd. Remember, we always feel a planet most when it stations, whether to retrograde or go direct. And we usually feel it five days before and five days after for the outer planets. So you're feeling Neptune and he wants you to chill out. He wants you to rest. He wants you to meditate. He wants you to be in that 
place where you're in flow, whatever that means for you. Now, Mercury was in a square to Neptune on Thursday, December 1st. So our mind was probably really having trouble with things that were hard and fast, like numbers and grammar. Whenever Mercury squares Neptune, kind of makes our mind feel like mush. Then Venus had a square with Neptune on Sunday, December 4th. So we've just had a lot of Neptune talking to our personal planets. So be kind to yourself if you just don't feel like yourself. If you just don't feel like you're revving on all 12 cylinders, makes perfect sense to me. We just wrapped up that Mars square Neptune that I mentioned that really dominated all of October and was still prevalent in November. So we're finally getting out of the grips of Neptune this week. We're in the midway point of the Mars retrograde, and it's been heavily influenced by Neptune. So Mars retrograde in general makes you feel like you're lacking motivation or struggling to find the drive to do things. On the other hand, for some of us, it might be manifesting as restlessness or frustration that our actions are not producing the fruits that we expect them to all par for the course for Mars retrograde and Neptune just amplified that. So really be kind to yourself. This Mars retrograde is with us until January 12th. Take the pressure off. Know that you've accomplished so much this year and resist the urge to run through the finish line because Mars retrograde is just saying, take a step back, reassess, reevaluate, review. Remember, it's the rule of re's whenever we have a personal planet retrograde. It is about going back and reviewing. It's not about starting new things. So time to rest, time to celebrate, time to reflect and allow yourself to be in a state of joy with what is, accept what is if you can't find joy in it. But I say joy because it's a very Jupiterian week and Jupiter loves us to be in our joy. Jupiter implores us to have faith that things will work out. And hopefully you can find that this week because While Mercury and Venus were busy in a square with Neptune last week, guess what? This week, they're going to both square Jupiter. So this is going to be helpful energy, I hope, positive energy, I hope. They will both square Jupiter because Jupiter is at the last degree of Pisces, 29 degrees Pisces. Now, 29 degrees Pisces is the very last degree of the Zodiac because Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. And then once we go to zero Aries, that's the start of the Zodiac. Now, anytime you have a planet, especially a big boy like Jupiter, hanging out at 29 degrees Pisces, it means that there's endings happening. It means that it's a time for reflection and looking back. And because Jupiter is the traditional ruler of Pisces, he's really happy there. So he wants you to be in your joy. He wants you to be connected to spirit. He wants you to have faith that things will work out. And Mercury and Venus, while they are squaring Jupiter this week and squares are not usually comfortable, they will hopefully amp up our confidence in that faith, I hope. Now, there's a go big or go home energy because Jupiter is at that final degree of Pisces. So you don't want to overdo it. You want to indulge in the places where it feels good to indulge, but you don't want to overstretch in places where you already feel stretched thin. So lean into feelings of generosity, feelings of hope, feelings of faith, feelings of celebration, but do not overstretch yourself in ways that you know 
you can't or no, that will harm you. Because sometimes when we have Jupiter energy, we want to do more than we actually can. So be aware of that. Now, Mercury will square Jupiter on Tuesday and then move into Capricorn later that day because Mercury and Venus are coming to the very end of their journey through Sagittarius. And as they come to those last degrees of Sagittarius, they square Jupiter. So Mercury on Tuesday will have that chat with Jupiter. He'll be feeling confident. He'll probably be feeling a little bit excited to be around people and talk and uh, chat and be social because Mercury is the mind in our communication. And then he'll move into Capricorn. And then our mind will start to find a little bit of groundedness. We'll perhaps be able to focus a little bit more once Mercury gets into Capricorn. And then on Friday, Venus will do the same journey. Venus will square Jupiter, which will give us a sense of excitement and hope. And hopefully we'll be a little bit more social and chatty. And then later that day, she'll move into Capricorn. And then she'll also start to feel a little bit more somber, a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused. So we will have the breadcrumbs of these personal planets leading us into Capricorn season. But the sun, still in Sagittarius, Jupiter, still at that last degree of Pisces. So the party is not over, I promise. It's interesting because last year at this time, we were beginning Venus's retrograde through Capricorn. And that was a really intense one that took us from the end of 2021 to the beginning of 2022. This year, we will have Mercury retrograde in Capricorn starting on December 29th. We'll get there when we get there. Don't worry about it yet. Not a big deal. But it is very interesting because he's going to be stationing retrograde close to Pluto, where Venus stationed retrograde last year. So some of the themes from the end of last year might be cropping up for you at the end of this year. But again, I'll remind you about that as we get closer to it. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. Now, the big news this week is the full moon in Gemini, and that is occurring on Wednesday at 11.08 p.m. Eastern Time. So because the sun is in Sagittarius, when the moon enters the sign that is opposite Sagittarius, Gemini, we experience a full moon. So the full moon in Gemini occurs every year during Sagittarius season. This one is a doozy. It's happening at 16 degrees Gemini, conjunct Mars. 
And as I just finished telling you, Mars is halfway through his retrograde journey. So this is a tight conjunction and therefore an intense full moon. Now, full moons generally elevate your emotions. They can be intensifiers. And Mars is a very emotional planet, right? So Mars likes to um, act and react, and it goes by its gut. Mars in Gemini, he can second guess himself a little bit. He can have some doubts because he's retrograde in Gemini. He's feeling a little passive aggressive. So you might notice that people communicate something, but they don't really communicate it. They want you to read between the lines, which can be really frustrating. Mars in retrograde in general can bring that up, but certainly in Gemini, which is the sign most associated with our communication and self-expression. So because Gemini rules communication, speech, the lungs, the hands, it has so much to do with how we express ourselves and how other people express themselves to us. And with Mars here, it makes it really hard to communicate effectively with people, specifically because he's retrograde. And you might have some challenging conversations this week because the full moon, of course, intensifies things. So being that this full moon is in a tight conjunction to Mars retrograde, it's going to possibly bring up situations where someone says something and maybe they don't mean it, or maybe they say something and they mean something else entirely, but you're offended or they're offended and something percolates and erupts, right? That's a huge possibility this week. We're all going to be feeling a little bit more intense, a little bit more sensitive because it's the full moon. But I want to mention this. These are mutable signs. Mutable signs are the signs that help us transition from one season to the next. So Sagittarius is a mutable sign. It helps us transition from fall to winter and Gemini is a mutable sign. It helps us transition from spring to summer. And when we have mutable energy, that means that things are changeable. These signs generally are more go with the flow. They usually encourage us to adapt and remain flexible. So if you have a tough conversation this week and you say something that you wish you hadn't said, it is changeable. It is fixable. So remember that. And also remember that people aren't expressing themselves clearly. So be mindful that you've kind of got to read between the lines or just not take things too personally. Now, there might be the opposite experience because you never know with these things. We're midway through the retrograde. Maybe some things are coming into form for you. Maybe some things are coming into illumination for you. So you might have a moment of clarity. But know that even if you feel super duper clear in the moment, it could change because we still have Mars retrograde until January 12th. Then he will station and go direct. And then we'll have Mars finishing up this journey through Gemini until March 25th. So I have mentioned this before. I will sprinkle it in here. In By March, things are going to feel totally different. A lot of things will shift once we get out of the Mars retrograde in January, and even more will shift by the time we get to March 25th. 
So know that things are changeable right now. Know that nothing is written in stone right now, but also know that this is an incredible opportunity, this full moon, to have some conversations that might have been hard to have before because there are some harmonious aspects coming from Saturn and Chiron. So there is a little bit of a stabilizing force. There is an opportunity for healing. So all is not lost. It might feel intense, but you might end up breaching a topic with someone that you've been putting off and it might end up being something really good and unexpected. But remember with so much mutable energy, whatever manifests can be changeable. So, you know, not a great time to marry any particular belief. Use this energy to expand your mind, to be creative, to rest unapologetically, to be generous with yourself and others. Venus square Jupiter always inspires us to be generous and to experience generosity. And remember, the circle of generosity is giving and receiving. So if you're a person that's always giving, I'm talking to those of you earth sign people with earth sign suns, earth sign moons, earth sign risings. If you got a lot of earth in your chart, you are really good at giving, but you're not really good at receiving. So the circle of generosity, you have to allow yourself to receive in order to give. So this week, if you are feeling like you're spent, you're overstretched, check in with your receiving. Are you allowing yourself to receive? Venus square Jupiter is a really good opportunity to work that muscle of allowing yourself to receive and be careful not to overstretch yourself, whether it's socially or at work or with your family obligations this time of year, astrology or no astrology can be really stressful It can be really lonely or isolating for a lot of people. It can be really fun and jubilant, but still stressful and overwhelming. So whatever your holidays looks like, I really want to encourage you to take yourself off the hook. Know that you've already made it to the end of the year. We're here. We've arrived. You've done enough and allow this to be a bonus month for you to enjoy, to be in the celebration of Sagittarius season. Okay. So have a wonderful full moon. I will talk to you next week. I do want to let you know that moon days are back. I'm roughly doing them every other week. So moon day meditation and cosmic conversation. It is a free offering to kick off your week. We're doing one on December 19th. I would love for you to be there. You can go to my site to sign up under events. And if you're on my email list, you will, of course, get an invitation and a link to sign up. We do a little astro chat and then we do some journaling and some meditating. And it's a really great way to center yourself and ground your energy at the start of your week. And Dictate Your Feet is coming back. So that is my beginning of the year kickoff astrology workshop. I will be doing it January 8th. That should be on my website under events as well. So you can sign up for that. And of course, if you're a member of online yoga club or the moon membership, you get that workshop for free. So it's a great time to sign up for those options. If you've been interested in working with me monthly and showing up for those new moon and full moon rituals, great way to take part in that and then get dictate your feet. My beginning of the year kickoff workshop for free. So that's all I got for you. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.